Welcome to Our Good Life Podcast, your podcast, a podcast where there are no religious or political barriers, a laid-back, fun, sit-around-the-bonfire-with-your-friends kind of podcast. I'm your host, Caddy. Welcome to Episode 6, Part 2 of East Down and Bound. Like I said last week, we took my dad down to Tennessee. The odyssey of traveling to Tennessee was really, really good. I've learned a lot of lessons, actually. It's amazing what you learn when you get yourself out of your little bubble and uh, expose yourself to things that you're not used to. And Tennessee is definitely one of them. Now, I try to make this podcast a non-political podcast at all. But uh, when I was down in Tennessee, I don't think I've I've seen more Confederate flags and Trump, Trump, Trump down there than I've ever seen in my entire life. And to be honest with you, it was amazing. It was wonderful. The people down there were sweet and amazing and hospitable. And uh, it was a good, overall, amazing experience. I guess one of the big lessons I learned is the, the circles that I do associate with and do kind of butt heads with with uh facebook and social media and stuff is nowhere near how real people are and i actually i kind of i take that back hold on everybody seems to be a card uh keyboard warrior they always like to throw out their opinions and all that stuff and i believe me i am the first one to do this as well but then when you actually meet people in real life they are nowhere near that for the most part. Like, you could have a wonderful, great time with them. One of the examples I have is I have this guy I used to game with all the time, like, for the last two years. And his legit gamer tag was Trump. <laughs> that was his name. I call him Trump. That's his nickname. It's the only Trump I trust, to be honest. And Confederate flags, sending videos of him beating up his buddies and bar fights and all this stuff. And uh, just thought he was crazy. And we've gone button heads and you know he calls me names I call him back names and just to be honest kind of intimidating and uh he lived down there he lives actually like 15 minutes from my dad and he reached out to me and I'm like oh yeah let's do this and then uh so he's like hey come on out to my house you know which house is mine and uh sure enough I go out to his house huge huge trump flag in the back of his truck Big old confederate, well, actually, no, he didn't have a confederate thing. He had a big old redneck thing and just all, he had a gun on his kitchen counter and everything. And, you know, initially, and I'm ashamed to say this, I was kind of nervous about it because he, I mean, he does beat up his friends for fun and uh, all that. But, you know, biggest smile on his face, saw his little kids, his little kids are little sweethearts. Gave me a big old hug, and, you know, it was just really good to see him. I got to hang out with him. He invited me out to meet all his friends at a bar and uh, went and played pool all night. Drove him to the the pool place, met all his friends. It was really great. Uh, good time. Rowdy bunch. Just young and having fun. Lots of drinks going on, lots of pool going on. And just for the record, I beat them all at pool. Okay. Maybe not all of them, but I beat most of them. I won most of my games, I think. I feel like it. It probably did help that I uh, made sure that they all had a good amount of alcohol in them, and I just didn't really partake as much. That might be my trick. There's one point in the crazy night where uh, a couple of ladies at our table, so it was uh, my buddy and three of his bo- boys 
and like two other girls that are with us and then the other table had like three guys and two girls over there and the girls and the two tables started you know talking crap to each other all you know it was getting pretty intense we bouncer came over and looked at us and all that stuff and i got up next to the bouncer and they're yelling at each other back and forth and 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 then at that point i was looking over the bouncer and i said hey is this a good time to tell everybody that i'm a democrat and then everybody kind of like giggled and kind of stopped a little bit it was kind of fun and by everybody i mean the bouncer and one of their guys and maybe one of our guys i don't know i just thought it was funny the bouncer laughed that's all i needed but they fix things uh they they fix things up man they don't uh they shake hands like you want to fight shake hands like we'll fight and then they usually say no we don't want to fight and then everybody drinks and everybody's happy so it was kind of a interesting dynamic i mean i'm old dude that hasn't gone out to the clubs or bars or pool halls or anything in a while so it was interesting but all solid guys i could i know that if i ever needed anything at all they would just be there in a heartbeat to to help me or help whatever you know they're just there for each other it's awesome the moral of the story is there's a lot of keyboard warriors out there and there's a lot of hate out there and there's a lot of you know just telling people whatever you want to tell them and i'm the first to admit that i am one of these people that have done this but when you actually meet up with these people that you swear you don't like and all that stuff and you actually get to meet them and connect with them on a personal level it's one of the most amazing things ever for the most part unless the dude's actually a dick then that's a little different but i i had a tremendous um, I had just a great time and I was really happy to uh to meet Trump and all his hooligans and uh it was great great experience wonderful experience so you know <laughs> no one I, I don't know I'm kind of stuttering on this stuff but it's like it's a it was a huge eye opener cuz he was absolutely like like when we were playing games and stuff, like he was absolutely on the top of the list of like pieces of crap. They don't like this guy at all and all that stuff. Right. And then actually meeting face to face and seeing his family and stuff. And it's amazing. It is so cool. And I really appreciate my friendship with him even more now. It's, it's really cool. So that's, uh, that's the wild side of my trip that was in the middle somewhere, but Actually getting into Tennessee over by College Dale where my dad is moving in. I met some of uh, Lori's. Lori is my, my new mom, stepmom. And uh, she is a uh, symphony uh, director. So she's up at the podium doing the wand thing, which is amazing. She's flown all around the world. She's pretty, uh, she has a good reputation. Very cool. And it's very nice and peaceful over there. It's like a little college town uh, Seventh-day Adventist college place and so it's uh it's really nice and peaceful there and the whole atmosphere is great Lori and my dad were great hosts to me when I was over there I would expect no less though <laughs> anyways that was a really good experience and I got to meet some of Lori's friends and we did some traveling looked around there was a tremendous amount of tornado damage uh just not that far away like 10 minutes away from their house there was a tornado that went through and like three weeks ago when last week or something like that three yeah well it was three weeks ago for when I was there so uh I've it's mind-boggling on seeing that damage in real life like you can't it 
it's just mind blowing. You just can't comprehend it. Pictures never do it justice. It was unreal. Like huge trees just twisted in half like nothing and houses completely shifted off their their foundation and moved like ten feet. Walls gone, half a building's gone, gas stations completely gone. Uh it was just mind blowing. And then just seeing everybody out there just busting butt, like grabbing all the debris and getting all the debris out and stuff and it was crazy. Um did some driving around still. We couldn't do a lot just because everything was shut down. Got to see some nuclear reactors. Oh, by the way, so there's a downside to Tennessee. One is those Japanese mortar hornet wasp things that are really big. Uh, first night I came in, I opened up my sheets and one was flopped on my bed, like, you know, crawling around. And that freaked me out a little bit. So there's murder hornets. There's copperheads. There's rattlesnakes there's black widows there's brown recluse there's scorpions there's tornadoes there's nuclear reactors and there's tremendous there's a lot of heat positive things that i've heard people are outstanding and amazing like there's no nicer people than down in tennessee and i guess there's these things i didn't get a chance to go check them out but uh, Trump invited me to go down to the creek or whatever, and there's things called blue holes, and they're just like these big ponds or pools, and they're crystal clear blue, and you can see all the way to the bottom of them. So I didn't get a chance to do that, but I'd want to do that sometime. And then, like, there's Gatlinsburg, which is like a huge, like, Disneyland, Universal Studios, Orlando, Florida place, and it feels like when you drive in there, it's like you're going into Leavenworth, Washington, it's really small and kind of canyony, and you're like, oh, is this it? And you turn the corner, it just opens up to all these huge, massive buildings. There's an aquarium out there and everything, but it was all shut down. But people were walking all over the place because all the food places were open, but all the attractions and museums and all that stuff, those were all shut down. And like, and then the the beginning of the Smoky Mountains is at the end of the Gallowsburg. And I was like, oh, I'm just going to the state park and just chill out for a little bit. I'm not going to get out here with all these people. Get up there, it's blocked off with the cops. They have it shut down. The state park. So it's like people are cool with walking all over to Gallowsburg, getting, you know, their ice cream and donuts or whatever they're doing. But then the state park, oh no, you can't be in the state park. So I was kind of frustrated with that. That was like 30 minutes out of Knoxville. So there's Pigeon Forge is uh, the first town you get to, and that's where the Dollywood is, and that's where a lot of some cool attractions are. And then you drive like another 10, 10, 20 minutes and you get into Gatlinsburg. And that is definitely going to be the place to go with all the kids. And and it'll be really exciting once everything opens up. That'd be a lot of fun. So like I said in the previous uh, podcast, I had a wonderful experience where I was able to pay it forward. Um, so when I was in Portland, I was in a super, super rough spot financially and just emotionally and everything it was it wasn't a good situation I was in I was having a hard time functioning at my job and stuff like that and things were not working out uh, with my current relationship and it was just a huge drain and super stressful I ended up losing my job at FedEx just because it was so stressful but uh, one of the drivers he he knew what was going on because I mean he's a friend who talked to him and stuff and he pulled me aside he's like hey this is just beer money here take this 
and he gave me some money and I was at that time it was pretty crazy because you know probably had to get some food I don't remember exactly but it was pretty stressful and I was so grateful for it I never never forgot it and uh whatever it's been six years or whatever time now um, I was down in I was down there in Tennessee and I knew that he's from Tennessee and I thought he was down there but apparently through our messaging each other uh, he's still in Eugene but his family's down here and I told him that if he gives me an address I promise you that I will stop by and say hi and and uh, pay it forward and he did he gave me his ad gave me his uh, mom and dad's address and I was super excited and super nervous and all that stuff and and uh it was a good opportunity I I went got down to the, in Knox, Knoxville and I bought two cases of beer and then I put some extra stuff in the cases and I went up and met him and I just told him how grateful I was for his son to just see that need and help me in that time and I never forgot it and I did get a little teary-eyed because it was pretty cool and you know meeting this guy's parents and meeting his sister and just talking him up a lot and just saying how grateful I was and they're like yeah that sounds like our son which is cool I'm, we just need a lot more people like that we just need more people that are willing to not look at themselves and look at others and look for needs and all that stuff so it was a great experience great story hung out with them for like 10 15 minutes I didn't want to take up too much of their time and actually they're the ones that told me to go check out Pigeon Forge and uh, Gatlinburg because I said I'm up here right now I don't know where I'm going is there anything you sh I should go see and they uh they were the ones that tell me about going up there so that was amazing fulfilling experience and I'm telling you, everybody down there, like, way, way cool, way nice. I enjoyed it a lot. Ate me some uh, Crystal Burgers down there. There's a place called Crystal's down there, and it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like uh, White Castle. Well, they are White Castle, apparently. Well, they're not White Castle, but they are White Castle. So that was pretty good, good experience. Got me a cool Tennessee hat. I'm excited about that. And then uh, hung out with my dad and, and mom, stepmom, uh, for a little bit longer. And then uh, we had to fly out, uh, drive to Atlanta, Georgia, to the airport, which is like, you know, hour and a half out or something like that. And uh, had to wear a mask. United Airlines is like, everybody wears a mask kind of thing. And we did that, dropped that off, told him I loved him. I'm all over the place. Dropped dad off, or dad dropped me off, <laughs> told told me that I loved him, you know, loved him and all that and all that and and then uh, I got on the plane and in five hours I was back to Seattle, which was crazy because I spent four days, almost twelve hours a day getting down there and it just took five hours to get home. Just rambling, rambling, rambling. I'm all over the place. I'm sorry. I'm kind of tired still. Um, so I'm home, Stacy's here, kids, uh, kids are all doing great and amazing, I am working on aloe vera plants, I think that's my, my green thumb calling in life, Stacy has every single plant on the planet, planted and growing right now, and I'm just focusing on aloe vera plants, I got two of them, and I'm excited about them, 
I want the we watched this master class with the gangster gardener. I think that's what he's called, urban gardener. Anyways, he's really cool, and he had aloe vera plant, and they grow really big. And then you could actually, um, over time, you could kind of break them down, and you could separate them out and make a you know out of one plant you could get like ten other plants. And so it'd be kind of fun to to see if I could propagate and separate them out and and uh, and have my aloe vera garden going while Stacy's like planting everything known to man I'm just focused on these guys it's a lot of fun it's my attempt uh what else is going on playing the video games with the kids doing the apex legends right now it's like a it's like a survival of the fittest kind of game you have like a team of three guys you go around shoot each other which is kind of fun in the in the xbox video game world I think the coolest thing is is I'm playing with all my boys uh you know Taylor, Ethan, Gavin, Luke, they're all playing it, and we just all play together, which is really cool. I, it's fun listening to them talk. And they get their little friends in the party, too, and they're like, I guess the big word right now is dank. Dank is the big word right now. Yo, man, that's dank. So I'm learning the, the language of the youth. I didn't think I'd be at this level right now. It's crazy. Where those crazy kids and their, their shenanigans, you know. I don't think I got anything else. Um, just kind of keep it like this, I guess, for right now. It's almost like a diary or a journal. I used to write a lot in a diary or a journal. Journal. And I was looking back at my journal, and it seems like every five years I would make an entry. <laughs> it's crazy. I don't know. I kind of look at these podcasts as a way, you know, I guess when you get older, you kind of think about your life and all that stuff. And if I have something where my kids could go back and look at how silly things were and how goofy I sounded and maybe little stories somewhere in there, they would be worth it. Maybe this is just my new journal. But I enjoyed it a lot, and it's an opportunity to reach out and talk to people and uh, share stories. And I think that's what it's about. So... If you want to reach out to Our Good Life Podcast, it's ourgoodlifepodcast at gmail.com. And the phone number is 425-374-4484. That's 425-374-4484. Leave a message and it'll be on the next podcast. And just always remember, you're never alone. We're here to uplift, support, love on you, and listen and have a wonderful day. Oh, sometimes I get a good beat.